From WUSC-FM and HG1 Columbia, I'm Flint Snyder. And I'm Trey Martin. This is Hot Topics from WUSC News. Coming up, the winners for the 2021 Best of Carolina Awards have been announced. Ahead, we'll sit down with Garnet Media Group Marketing Director Gracie Bryant to talk about who won and how you can check out all the winners. Also, some Gamecocks took home top honors at this semester's Campus Movie Fest. One of those winners, student filmmaker Max Joseph, will join us in the studio to talk about his award-winning film, Quite Mistaken. That's all coming up this week on Hot Topics. Welcome to another episode of Hot Topics right here from WUSC News. As always, I'm Flint Snyder and Troy, our producer, is joining us at the table today. Troy, how's it going? I'm doing very, very well, Flint. Uh, just still trying to adjust to this uh, this warm weather. I'm walking out the door every single day and like I don't know what to expect, but <laughs> it's gradually and gradually consistently warm, which I'm loving. It's cold in the morning, warm in the afternoon. Mother Nature can't make up its mind, but I'm not South Carolina yeah, can't exactly. make up their mind. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, well, Troy, thank you so much for sitting in with us today. And something very cool is happening right now on Green Street as we speak. Uh, They're announcing the Best of Carolina winners today. And, uh, yeah, this has been an event months in the making. All right, and we are joined now by Marketing Director for Garnet Media Group, Gracie Bryant, to talk about the winners for the Best of Carolina 2021. Gracie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. So to start off, how did you become involved in Garnet Media Group? So my role at Garnet Media Group is the marketing director. So I like to say that I'm involved in all things and promoting all things Garnet Media Group. So whether it is a new The Daily Gamecock article, the newest edition of Garnet and Black, a new playlist for WSC or a new SUTV show, a new podcast, whatever it may be, um, my team is tasked with promoting all of those things on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, We also create um, some annual publications like Best of Carolina. So that is our biggest task. But other than that, we do all things social media related and create some Garnet Media Group wide campaigns. Um, I got involved my freshman year. I joined the marketing team and there were about three people um, on the team. And I joined and went to one of the professional staff members and I was like, how can we get this going? Like, what's going on here? And he basically told me to run the team. So I've been running this team since November of my freshman year. I had no clue what I was doing. I still sometimes feel like that. But I've learned a lot, and I thoroughly enjoy it. And I've become extremely connected to Garnet Media Group. So It's funny, you know, you mentioned that you promote all things Garnet Media Group, including SGTV and The Daily Gamecock. You did, though, forget to mention one uh, and probably the most important thing that you guys promote is, of course, a new Hot Topics episode every week. Yes, of course, of course. That's (laughs) always our number one priority. (laughs) Yeah, you have to. Um, But really quickly, just take us through, for anyone listening that might not know, what is Best of Carolina? 
So Best of Carolina is an annual publication that Garnet Media Group puts out um, and we run voting. So it's all the top voted on places within um, on campus and Columbia. So that's how we kind of branch ourselves off from some of the other like Best of Columbia or Best of Greenville or, you know, you've probably seen them before, but Best of Carolina is different because we get those on-campus places like student organizations, fraternities, sororities, um, on-campus eats, things like that. So we run voting for a few months and then, uh, well, this year we actually did nominations. So people nominated, then we put in the top five from every category and then people voted on who they wanted to be the best and then we put together a magazine like publication and um, put that all over Columbia and then we just start with the next year so so um, you mentioned that you had been working with Garnet Media Group um, since your freshman year um, have you participated in any other uh, best of Carolinas um, and if so um, how has this one kind of evolved and how might it be different than others in the past yeah, so I joined November of freshman year and we were halfway through voting usually voting actually always ends um, January 1st of whatever year that is. So like this year voting for 2021 ended on January, January 1st, 2021. Um, so becoming marketing director in November meant that of 2020 meant that I was right there in the middle of Best of Carolina 2020. When I joined the team, um, the team was talking about it and there were, you know, some social media posts going out, but um, I had two months to really try and get as many votes as we could in that two month time period. We actually um, produced or got the copies of Best of Carolina 2020 in the Friday before spring break of 2020. So no one saw it. Um, I was devastated. I was heartbroken. I had cop Luckily, I had gone and taken some copies for myself and for my family and stuff on that Friday um, before I left for spring break, but I was so upset because nobody could see it. But I think that really drove me to go as hard as I possibly could with 2021. I knew that I wanted to make this year um, it would be my first full year as the marketing director, and I wanted it to be great. And I think that we have done that. Um, we have grown our team tremendously and I give a ton of credit to them. But one thing that we added in 2021 was like I mentioned, a nomination period. So um, in the past, Best of Carolina has always been 50 open-ended questions. So um, just an empty box where you had to think of who had the best burgers. We knew that something had to change. I knew that something had to change. So I took the summer to really figure out what I wanted to do. And I decided that moving from nominations to voting would be a very beneficial thing to do. So we introduced a nominations period in August and that ran for about a month and then for three months after that people voted on the top five voted on categories and there's of course an other option um, if yours wasn't represented but we more than I think over tripled our voting results from the past and then in 2021 we had um, almost 1500 so it was super exciting I was so proud of my team for all the hard work they did to get us to that point and then it really just made us feel like our winners were really representative of the Carolina community rather than just a few hundred votes like in the past. It wasn't just, you know, organizing the voting, y'all put together a publication. Um, so what are kind of some of the things that went into putting that together? 
Yeah, so the publication um, or the production timeline is very intense and stressful. For this year, we changed it a lot, uh, or we changed it up a lot, and we had some, you know, my favorite things from business, whatever, or just a personal, more personal touch than just the simple facts of the business. But yeah, so we start in January, the first week of classes, everyone has their assignments, they have about a month to do so we have several check ins. And then from there, we do a lot of editing and copy editing. Um, and then this whole time, the design team is working on putting together the publication and what the cover will look like and what the inside pages will look like. And it's always so shocking whenever I get it back because I never expect it to look as amazing as it does, which I don't know why. Um, I don't because I know that they're amazing, but it's so they're working on that while we're working on the writing and the photography and really the content of the publication. And then we have, after we've done all the editing, we have about a week or so to get everything plugged in and send it off to the printers. So is there a prize that uh, any of like, say a business or a sorority wins their category? Do they get anything? Yeah, so we send out a little plaque to them, um, or not a plaque, I guess it's like a little certificate more so, um, of, you know, I or such and such business won best whatever category they won. Um, so they get to display those. That's really cool. I know if you've ever been to Hibachi House, they have all of theirs hanging up on the wall. So that's really cool to see whenever I walk into a business. I'm like, I did that um, or I helped with that. So that's really cool to see. Um, and then also this year, which we're really going to work on in 2022, hopefully our businesses will get to take part in our launch event, which is a new thing. Our hope was that the winners would get to come and kind of advertise on campus, bring coupons, bring merch, bring samples, whatever they wanted to do. Unfortunately, that didn't get to happen because of COVID and all that. But hopefully in 2022, we can really get those winners in front of the people that voted for them. So the launch event happened or started at about five o'clock this evening on Green Street. So the winners have been out for about an hour now. Can you give us like the the... Winners from the most popular categories. And we had the best on-campus sorority was Alpha Chi Omega. The best fraternity was Kappa Sigma. The best on-campus eats was Chick-fil-A. That's always a top voted on category. And best student organization was Dance Marathon. And then one that everyone wants to know is best Vista bar and best um, five points bar. So we had... The Moosehead, or Moosehead won Best Five Points Bar, and Tin Roof won Best Vista Bar. And actually, if you take a copy of Best of Carolina to Moosehead, you get a free bull ride. Are you serious? I know, right? So y'all better... Oh, I know where I'm going. This <laughs> Let me go get a copy of that real quick. <laughs> Trey and I are just going to cut to commercial and head there right now. On my way. So where could uh, people check this out whenever the uh, winners are announced? So we will be handing them out at our launch event. And then beyond that, we have people that will uh, go and put them on stands all throughout Columbia and on campus. So if you go to any stands like right there at Panera or in Russell House or in the bookstore, anything like that, you can go pick one up off the stands. And then this year we will also have an 
um, online version for those of you who are not in Columbia or just can't make it to campus. We will have a website that has every article in it and every photo. It'll look so good. Um, so that is at garnetmedia.org slash best of Carolina. I can't wait to go pick up a copy myself. I know. I'm so excited for everyone to see it. I like to say that Best of Carolina is like my child sometimes because it feels <laughs> like all I think about for a few months. Um, but I'm so excited for everyone to see it. And a huge shout out to the marketing team and to the design team and ad team for all they've done to make this publication look so amazing. And I can't wait for it to be in everyone's hands. And then, of course, y'all can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Garnet Media Group for some more updates. You mentioned that the nomination process for uh, the next year opens up pretty, pretty soon. So when does the 2022 nomination process open? So actually, this is something new also that I completely forgot to mention, um, slack on my part, but <laughs> Best of Carolina 2022 nominations will open. They're open right now. So they will open with the publication if you go and pick up a copy. If you read my editor's note, you'll see some important information about how I added some editor's picks this year just to support our local businesses and then encouraging you to scan the QR code that's in the publication and nominate local businesses to win 2022. Awesome. Well, Gracie, thank you so much for coming on to talk with us today. I'm sure everybody was just dying to know the winners of Best of Carolina. So we appreciate you coming on. And uh, the tabling event, by the way, happening on Green Street right now goes till 7 o'clock. So if you're yes. listening right now and you want to check it out for yourself, finish listening to our show, then head head out there <laughs> after for about book a Book it to Green Street. Yeah, then book it to Green Street. But Gracie Bryant, Marketing Director, GMG, Garden Media Group, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for everyone to see it. And coming up next for us here on Hot Topics, we'll be sitting down with student filmmaker Max Joseph to talk about his latest film and the awards it won. And hopefully we won't be quite mistaken. That joke will be funny in a couple minutes after the break. You're listening to Hot Topics from WSC News. We'll be right back. You're listening to Hot Topics right here from WSC News. Troy's hanging out with us today. Troy, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing, Flynn? Good, good. Good show so far. I love that Best of Carolina bit. Yes. I'm going to head out there after the show to pick up my copy. But first, we are joined by a very, very special guest today. Uh, Student filmmaker Max Joseph is joining us live to talk about his latest film, Quite Mistaken. Uh, Max, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So quickly, you, you created this film, Quite Mistaken. What is the film about? Oh, so the film is about, we follow a girl. Oh, we start with a girl. She's walking door to door looking for her missing brother. And uh, she shows up to this one house and things are just a little bit off, I'd say. Um, that might be uh, an understatement, but uh, <laughs> it's a little weird in this house. And uh, she comes to realize that very quickly. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, to just give people a little bit of a sense of what the film is like, I'm going to play a little little clip from uh, from the film, and this is when our main character kind of arrives at the house. So let's take a listen. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good, um, but I am Max, and I'm actually... Nice to meet you, Matt. You're here to fix the couch. Actually... Hey! Show us on the couch. Um, 
Um, I'm sorry, but it's I. It's okay. But um, I'm not here to fix your couch. Why are you here? Um, well, I'm, I'm looking for my brother. He's missing. So a little bit of a, a little bit of a creepy, creepy vibe there. And you know, Max, when I was watching the film back today, and then I met you for the first time, probably 15 minutes before the show start, I, I said, "Hmm, that guy looks very familiar to me." And then I realized that you starred in your actual mo- in your own movie. So what yes. what is that like? Kind of starring and you know playing a role in your own movie is that weird? It's a little weird, but it's actually I think it's it's kind of it's nice because being the director of the film as well, it's um, I know what I want from the characters, and if I'm one of the characters, that's one less person I have to worry about, you know? Yeah. And sure. uh, so directing myself is very easy, believe it or not, and uh, <laughs> you know, so and it's just fun acting too, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, Max. So, like, you're, you're talking about it's it's easy to kind of direct the characters when you are one of them. But uh, overall, what's what's the process look like for making a student short film? So, I got we're in a team. It's three of us for Soapwater Productions. It's me, uh, Max. Then we got John Slice and uh, Fen Rockwell. John kind of writes, edits, and um, he films as well. And then you got Fen. Fen's our producer mainly. Um, he's writing something right now, and uh, we all just kind of do our part to plan, you know. So Fen would kind of look for a cast for us. Um, John gets the cameras, figures out what lenses we need, that kind of thing. We figure out shot lists, um, and then I kind of contact our different actors ahead of time, uh, let them know a little bit about their character, what they're going to have to do. Um, I give them their lines. We make a script, and... Um, we just try and plan a lot ahead of time so that when we get to filming time, we can just get to it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. You and I were kind of talking about the process a little bit before the show, and you said you kind of, as, as highly produced as this show is and, and it looks, or as this movie is, and it looks like a lot of work went into it, yes. you kind of just described the process of, oh, yeah, you know, me and my buddies just kind of get together whenever we can <laughs> and we just make this movie. So kind of take me through how long did it take you to make the movie, actually film it, and then put it together? And, and talk about where you filmed it, too, because that was kind of funny. Right, yeah, so we filmed it in our own living room. Uh, the three of us lived together in a house. Uh, uh, in Colombia, and uh, so we filmed in the living room. We had to, you know, make it look all creepy and sketchy and all that good stuff. And then uh, we filmed solely. Well, we filmed outside in the front yard a little bit, and then mainly just in that living room. Um, had a bunch of guys over to film, um, and then I'd say that took us about five hours. Um, and then from there, you know, we have a celebratory wrapping of the filming dinner, and then from there we gotta edit it. Um, and uh, so I'm usually the sound editor, and I write the music, and then we had John do the primary edit, and then Fen goes back and kind of fine-tunes things, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we all three look at the final cut and make sure it's exactly what we want. And then from there, we just we, we submitted it to a Campus Movie Fest from there. Awesome, yeah, and going off of that, I mean, uh, this is an award-winning short film. Kind of talk about the awards that this thing has won. Yes, so we won... Um, we were top 20 in the, uh, the national competition, uh, CMF, uh, Campus Movie Fest, for February. Um, so top 20 is one award. They call it the, uh, I believe they call it the Golden Tripod. And uh, so that means out of all the films that were submitted, we don't know quite how many, but um, we're in the top 20. So mm-hmm. they don't really rank them or anything, but so we're in that top 20 of the and films. And nationally. Right, right, uh, nationally. So we've, uh, we've been submitting films to every national competition since uh, they started in October. There was one in October, one in November, uh, one in February, and then there will be one in April, and we're ready to do that one. 
Um, but then also we won award uh, an award for best performance. Uh, Ivy, who played the girl, the main, the lead role, uh, she was awesome. Obviously in the film, I think you guys saw. Um, and so she won us an award for best performance, which was awesome. Nice. And, you know, for anybody who might listen to Hot Topics frequently, you know, they're asking themselves, is this a rerun interview? Because we had um, one of your buddies, uh, a fellow yes. filmmaker of yours, Fen Rockwell, on mm-hmm. last time from the Campus Movie Fest to talk about his award-winning film. And so you guys are under the same production company, quote-unquote, Soapwater Productions? Yes. Yeah, so um, so the last the one he came on for was uh, George and Lens. Um, That's right. So he was the producer for that one. I, I actually I wrote and directed did that one and then uh john and i worked on the sound and music together um uh but yeah so fen was the producer on that um yeah so i'm glad he was able to come in and talk about that one we were pretty excited that was our first little interview yeah um, so that was really cool yeah you guys so thank you guys you got no you guys just keep winning awards or keep having you on and you mentioned <laughs> so. that the the award process is very different this year because of covid that instead of just having one local film festival they've they have like these four national campus film fests that are all virtual is that correct correct yeah yes Sweet. And so just trying to talk about, you know, really quickly, we only have a couple minutes left on the show, mm-hmm. but, you know, you talked about making this film Quite Mistaken versus George and Lens. Was there a difference in the in the two that, that you guys worked on? Yeah, absolutely. Like so, in process-wise? Definitely, definitely. So for George and Lens, I wrote the script pretty quickly because there's very little dialogue. Um, and for me, the main focus, and I think Fen mentioned it last time, the focus was the atmosphere. So I spent a lot of time in my just in my room. I stole my brother's guitar, and I was just making these weird soundscapes, trying to make the give it a creepy feel. So there's a mm-hmm. lot more focus on sound, atmosphere. Well, I'd say both have a focus on atmosphere, but sound was more of a focus with George and Lens, the visuals and the sound. Um, and then with um, Quite Mistaken, the focus was you know funny dialogue. We wanted to have a good atmosphere, so we set up a good set. We had a good set for that one, and then um, I wrote a little music at the beginning, but we tried to set up just a good atmosphere and dialogue for that one, and then George and Lens was sound and visuals. Yeah, I think it's important, too, to note that you know a lot of the, of the sound that you hear was composed and created by you, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, just you. really quickly to wrap it up, one, what, what do you want the takeaway to be for people um, watching this film? And number two, where can they find it? All right, so I guess the takeaway... Um, is first of all, don't go to strangers' houses. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, I, I think our big focus, I hope people notice, is we're big into our atmosphere and we want to make films that aren't necessarily, I guess, unique, but individual. Um, we kind of, I think we wear our influences on our sleeves a little bit, but uh, we just, we try and make different individual films, I think. And then um, you can find our films on our YouTube channel. It's just Soapwater Productions is our YouTube channel. Awesome. Well, Max Joseph, thank you very much for joining us today. Really love the movie, and everyone should check it out if they'd like. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of Hot Topics. Join us every Wednesday for the latest news in entertainment, culture, food, and everything in between. Hot Topics is a production by WUSC News and Garnet Media Group. You can catch other WUSC News shows on Monday and Friday at 6 p.m. and on garnetmediagroup.org. Plus, if you're not able to catch WUSC News shows live, check out our podcast for all the highlights. Stream them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search WUSC News. And be sure to stay tuned for the countdown. Coming up next, Brady and Jay breaking down all the latest in Gamecock sports. Plus, for around-the-clock updates about future shows, follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at WUSC News. I'm Trey Martin. And I'm Flynn Snyder. Thanks for joining us. And remember to keep it hot.